Good morning from Westpac and welcome to another Finance AM podcast. I'm Ray Spicer, Westpac Market Strategist. In financial markets overnight, we saw US equities rebounding uh, up amid some strong company earnings reports, particularly from tech companies in the US. The S&P 500 is currently up 2.5% on the day. Uh, the other big news was uh, in the currency markets, where the US dollar um, as measured by the broad US dollar index, rose to a 19-year high, uh, led mostly by uh, dollar-yen. And in bond land, uh, bond yields did still rise, despite some disappointing US GDP data. Uh, Turning to the currency markets, the US dollar index is up 0.6% on the day. Uh, It's been rising steadily by uh, about half a percent every day for the last few days taking it up to multi-year and multi-decade highs. Uh, Dolly-yen uh, is up at the highest level since April 2002, and that reaffirmation of the Bank of Japan's uh, very easy monetary policy, uh, which it stated yesterday, uh, that appears to be weighing heavily on the Japanese yen and uh, boosting the dollar-yen in turn. And in turn, uh, that uh, rise in dollar-yen has rippled through to other dollar pairs, which has pretty much outperformed uh, all of the majors uh, recently and continues to do so. The US dollar, of course, supported by that um, uh, expectations of some fairly uh, tough tightening ahead from the Fed. Uh, so that all weighed on the Aussie dollar, which fell from 71.62 to 70.55, making a three-month low overnight. And the Kiwi dollar fell from 65.35 to 64.52, uh, making a low since July 2020. The Aussie Kiwi cross rose a bit from 120 to 109.63. In the interest rate markets, the US two-year Treasury yield rose from 2.55 to 2.68, while the 10-year yield rose from 2.73 to 2.89%. Markets largely looking through that disappointing GDP report. And markets do price the Fed funds rate to be 50 basis points higher at the next meeting in May. And by the end of this year, they're saying the Fed rate will be 290 basis points higher. In uh, Australian interest rates, the government bond futures market saw the three-year yield rising overnight from 2.82 to 2.9, the yield rose from 3.12 to 3.23%. And Australian markets are pricing the RBA cash rate to be 21 basis points higher at the May meeting and 59 basis points higher by the June meeting. In commodity markets, uh, Brent crude oil up 2.1% to $108, copper's down 1%, gold's down half a percent, and iron ore up 1.1% to $142. Uh, now, a bit more on that US uh, GDP uh, report, which uh, did disappoint the markets. A low number was expected, and um, this, for the first quarter of this year, uh, saw a contraction of 1.4%. Uh, annualised. The expectation was for a slight gain of uh, plus 1%. The main week items were exports, so uh, imports well and truly outpacing exports. Uh, Of course those imports required to meet domestic demand. And uh, inventories also took a tumble, as was expected, and uh, so too did government spending with the unwinding of pandemic support. Uh, so they were the main weak features, but uh, many analysts have opined that there is potential for considerable 
upward revisions in the th second and the third estimates of this data. So again, uh, markets did largely look through the result. Um, in other bits and pieces of news, uh, we heard from an ECB member, De Gundos, and he said that the region was close to peak inflation, uh, but that inflation would remain high. Uh, he said even in a worst-case scenario, he didn't expect negative growth in the Eurozone this year, and uh, the ECB does need to act and hike rates. Uh, he's one of the more hawkish members on the committee. And uh, regarding uh, Russia and the EU, EU leaders said that they are looking to impl implement a sixth tranche of sanctions against Russia, which would include more financial institutions and energy exports. Now, turning to the day ahead, uh, what's in the economic calendar that could be market moving? Uh, there's not too much in the uh, local time zone. Uh, in Australia, we'll have private sector credit and Q1 PPI. Uh, and in New Zealand, we'll have monthly consumer confidence, but uh, none of those are likely to ruffle markets too much, if at all. On to the Northern Hemisphere, and I think the main um, developments there will be in the US. Uh, markets will be closely watching core PCE inflation. Uh, that's the variable that the Fed explicitly targets. And markets are uh, thinking that we might get a uh, slight dip in the annual core rate from 54 to 5.3%, uh, where the markets read that as uh, inflation having reached a peak in the cycle. Uh, well, we'll wait and see. The other thing to be watching uh, overnight in the US will be the University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Survey, uh, particularly for its inflation expectations component, uh, particularly for the 5 to 10 year measure. Uh, we'll see whether that continues to uh, ratchet higher or whether indeed that one has also uh, found something of a peak. Um, also, probably not so much for global markets, but in the Eurozone, uh, we'll have uh, GDP, uh, Ukraine uh, war, of course, weighing heavily on European growth, so we expected to see um, uh, fairly uh, weak numbers there for the Q1, something around 0.3% growth. And we'll also have April CPI inflation, uh, expecting a uh, fairly high number of 0.5% uh, for the month, which will take the annual rate to 7.5%. Well, that's it for me today. Thank you for listening. I'll be back again same time on Monday morning.